morning alley, potato cake or potato scallop? Oh, it's a potato cake. Oh, <laughs> no. Potato, potato cake. <laughs> You're kidding. No, for real. It's, you know, it, that's a Kiwi thing too, the scallop, I reckon. So Kiwis and Sydney siders must be living on the same sort of <laughs> horizontal line because it's definitely a potato cake. I'm speechless. Let's talk some <laughs> racing. We were just talking about Hosier in the Coffs Harbour Cup yesterday. Very good performance. Good ride from Huey Bowman. Oh, enormous, wasn't it? I, um, I, you know, I was really impressed with Monagall. I thought she loomed up to win too. Um, I followed her out of last Saturday, but she sort of faded off a little bit. I think she's ended up fourth or fifth. But, yeah, fantastic. Huge effort. You, you don't like taking the, the short price for some of them, but sometimes you just have to, don't you? <laughs> Uh, who do you like in the Missile Stakes tomorrow, the feature at Ramwick? Oh, I, found, I found this really hard, as I'm sure a lot of people will. It's sort of almost like a, not necessarily a show at the dartboard, but um, it, it's a really tricky race to read. And I sort of kept going over it and changing my selections. I kept falling back on Forbidden Love just purely because she's the class horse. And then I went away from her, so <laughs> that didn't help at all. So I've basically flip-flopped the whole time. She's certainly the best horse in the field. She's got the first up form, races well, fresh. I think the query will be the sticky barrier and whether she takes a sit or Huey decides to punch forward on her. I'm just not sure. I saw Count de Rupi, um actually a week ago in the stables. We went to visit Robin Luke Price, and I was really impressed with how forward he's looking. He's obviously got that residual fitness, so he will have ultimately probably only had, if anything, about a week off. So he's got that residual fitness, which I really like, coming into this first up. So he is who I've landed on, count the rupee. And then I also like at the value, and I'm just going to watch her because she's a really interesting one, that's Enchanted Heart. I think she'll get back on a hot speed with a light weight and with luck. She could match this. She's on the week back up, but I think Randwick will suit her better than Rose Hill. You to lean in the missile. Adam. Yeah, found it a really hard race, Jared. I probably leant towards Forbidden Love just by default, but a race I'm treading very carefully in. Uh, I think there's a lot of horses obviously first up in their preparations, but hard to get a gauge on. But I just leant towards Forbidden Love just due to a racing pattern. Gee, an enchanted heart, $21 there in that race as well. We've got uh, a question from a listener here for you, Ali. Can you ask Ali her thoughts on Cacophonix, race four, number one at Ramwick? Cheers. Yeah, I, so this is another one that I found tricky, and it's the three C's that I landed on. So it's Kudarati, Conqueror, and Carcophonics. I said will be the top three. In what order, I'm not sure. I like the value of Carcophonics. He's back on a more suitable deck. So when he was on the heavy eight at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago, everyone was querying whether he'd handled that because being a Kiwi, you'd think he would have seen a heavy track, but I don't actually think it's in any of his form line. Um, he's stepping up in trip, which will be a big tick for him. And he was the progressive horse out of that Rose Hill Gardens run. Um, and, I, you know, if I was going to go against any of them, it could potentially be Conqueror in the yard. I have to pick a yard tomorrow, actually, purely because he's had quite a bit of time off and he can get a little bit above himself. So I think Carcophonics at the value, and particularly as a bit of a yard watch, uh, will run a super race and will be top three. What's your best bet on the program? Oh, I found this hard. So I'll throw in a best... Well, okay. I've got a best bet and a best value bet. Love it. Best bet, and he makes me nervous, he always does, is Mautai. <laughs> well, Adam's in your Adam's corner. Adam's got that one, yeah. You got him too? Oh, good. I Look, I've, I've really liked this horse for a long time, but 
um, as we know, as everyone knows, he's been very frustrating. I'm sure none more so than to his trainer, Casey Fogden. But um, back now, I think, is he back officially gelding, Adam? Now? Yes, he is, Ellie. Yep, yeah. come back at gelding. Yep, and, and I want to say, Ben Way was teasing me last night because I said they'd tinkered with his gear. And he said, I don't think a gelding is tinkering with his gear. And I said, I wasn't referring to that part. They've <laughs> <laughs> tried a few other things. So they've got the crossover nose band on, blinkers off now. Uh, earmuffs again, it's sort of everything's going on. They've taken the Norton bit off first time. Sometimes the Norton bit sort of do the opposite to, to keeping them so it can make them sort of um, be against it. So he's a genuine group winning horse if he does the right thing. So he is the best bet. And then in the last, my value bet is Rupertar on the week back up. Okay, Rupertar for Bjorn Baker. That's in the last. That's $19. Yeah. $19 the win, $5 the place. That's mm. race 10, number four. Ali's value play. Ali, uh, someone here says, Brett from Richmond. I used to like Ali, but it's potato scallop. So you've really <laughs> uh, you've really got some people offside with this potato oh, sorry, cake thanks. nonsense. Although, I, I tell you what, I've lived in Sydney for three years now, so maybe it'll um, maybe it'll start. <laughs> it'll catch on. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy Trackside tomorrow. Thanks.